0: I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Does size matter? Yes. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review. And send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off-the-charts love life by sharing this episode with them. (laughs) ha 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 gotcha. Well, that was the short answer, and now I will give you the expanded one. So, to the answer of the ages-old question, does size matter?, Yes, absolutely it matters. And for the record, we're talking about the size of a man's cock. Women rarely ever ask about the size of their yonis, but men wonder all the time about the size of their cocks. First of all, let's get some things out of the way. Can you be too small? Oh yeah, for sure, 100%. <laughs> if you have a micro penis, you can be too small, and by this I mean some kind of st- statistically very unusual small size. However, even then, never fear. You can find a petite woman with a petite vagina, and even your micro penis can find a home for itself. But micros are a very, very small micro percentage of the population. The Taoists speak a lot about the idea of genital matching, as in a literal match made in heaven at the genitals, when your shapes and angles and dimensions are perfectly mirroring each other. And I've had this before, and it was utterly life-changingly epic. We both felt it because it was so unmistakably perfect. It's like our genitals were talking to each other, like they knew each other and immediately formed their own language and relationship but most people probably don't end up with their exact physical match. But as long as you're pretty close, you'll be fine. So like I said, you could have a three-inch cock that finds a three-inch vagina, and you will be snug as a bug. But if you are a three-inch cock and you have a regular-sized vagina, you're going to feel the discrepancy. You will be an itch that can never be scratched. Conversely, you could have a 7-inch cock meet a 3-inch vagina, and never those twains shall meet either. A former partner of mine had this experience. He was above average endowed, and he was dating a very petite woman. She was petite everywhere, and they couldn't make it work. They broke up because they did not fit. They could not make themselves fit, literally. So while it's great to physically meet at a perfect or near-perfect match, the big secret about genitals outside of the anomalies I've already mentioned is that they are very malleable, meaning they take on the consciousness of their inhabitants. So you could, say, have a man who is, by any standard, well-endowed, and yet he doesn't think so. No one has ever really loved his cock before, Nor does he, and he walks around feeling totally disconnected from it. How is that going to feel when he fucks you? Utterly disconnected, and even strangely creepy because you are fucking a disembodied cock. And the truth is, most men do not occupy their cocks. So much negativity and anti-masculine sentiment is thrust at men, and all of this gets projected consciously or unconsciously into the cock. Maybe he internalizes that his cock is a symbol of toxic masculinity or violence and he needs to minimize its power, so he doesn't inhabit his full erection he doesn't wield the full force of the magic wand he has been bestowed with. Because the true purpose of a man's cock is exactly this, as a magic wand, a divine penetrator designed to open, excavate, activate, alchemize, and heal. And fuck the shit, the metaphorical shit, demons and all, out of his woman, that is his job. And he can't do that if he has a bunch of insecurities about his cock because he has automatically just castrated himself and turned himself into a eunuch. So the name of the game is cock-fidence. I have worked with men and had male partners who grew the size of their cocks simply by owning and inhabiting them because prior to that, they never had. They apologized for their cocks They wandered around sheepish and limp, wondering about them and hiding them. And as an interesting aside, I was in Italy recently and I went to visit a guy who was very masterful at his art and trade, which was some other (laughs) form of art. He was wearing these very, very tight pants and you could see the full outline of his cock. And I thought this was noteworthy because as much as women are encouraged to put their full chest on display with low cut and tight revealing shirts, men generally are not encouraged to do this and to highlight what they've got. But he did, and it was really sexy, and he owned it. He wore it well. His cock wasn't some disembodied part of his anatomy, but it was the full expression of who he was in the world. How many men truly own their cocks? This doesn't mean that you need to have it all out on display, but... Really, how many men really own and adore what they have? Not many that I've met. I've been with men who were built like a horse, and even they had cock insecurities. Seriously. I asked one of them, I was like, don't you guys check each other out in the locker rooms? And he's like, well, generally, we don't look for that long or that closely. And I suppose there are growers and showers. But look, anyway, when you truly inhabit your cock, then you are able to wield that full power and force of your instrument. That is how you truly fuck a woman open. Once you've attained that level of super cockdom, your cock size, as I've said, is malleable because you can fuck a woman like you have an 11-inch cock. If you fuck her with the full weight and force of all of your archetypal masculine energy and everything you've got, she will be well fucked. And whatever size you've got is going to be irrelevant, and it's the same way with a pussy. A woman can have a vagina on lockdown, which literally shuts the gates if she's holding on to unresolved trauma. Or she can have a totally numbed-out, empty cavern. Or she can have a sultry, luscious, ultra-sensitive, job giving vagina that plays the flute. Like I said, genitals are malleable. They reflect the level of intimate connection you have with yourself and with them. One woman's flute player can be another woman's vagina dentata, which is the Old Latin term for a vagina with teeth. One man's magic wand can be another man's soft cooked spaghetti. It all comes down to you. Your cock is the barometer and expression of all that you are as a man. That is what you fuck your woman with. I have had men who were not well endowed fuck me into absolute oblivion because they fucked me with every fiber of their being and that translated into every fiber of their cock and i've had very well endowed men fuck me and because they were so disconnected they fucked me with all of their dissociation and it repelled me so yes Size matters, the size of your confidence, and that is something that you can grow. I actually teach men exercises in my Sexual Mastery for Men salon to strengthen, lengthen, and widen their cocks because, yes, you can do that too. But again, unless you are truly inhabiting everything you've got, it doesn't mean anything. Owning your cock as a man is a big deal, because you have to own your masculinity, your power, your drive, your ambition, and your sheer force of nature. And when you do, it all comes together. So how do you do it? How do you occupy your cock? Number one, build your stamina. I always say that the most important sexual skill for a man to cultivate is stamina. Stamina is your unflappability, how you hold the line in the face of an overwhelming challenge or pleasure. (laughs) This is about having command of your sexual energy, your cock, and ultimately your woman. A woman will never be well fucked if she is with a man lacking stamina. You need to be able to go the distance and as fast and far and furiously as she demands, and take her over the edge again and again. For more on that, check out last week's episode on She Comes First, Second, Third, Fourth, and Fifth. This is you being in control of your cock and not it being in control of you. Number two would be heal sexual trauma. People will dissociate from their bodies and their sexual organs in particular if they've been abused there. In men, this often shows up as premature ejaculation or impotency or a so called low libido or, like I've been saying, they don't fully occupy what they've got. By every other name, it's all just dissociation. When you heal and alchemize any painful Past experiences, you no longer have the fear and avoidance that keeps you from being present in your body and your cock. Number three, own your masculine power. I spend a lot of time encouraging men to man the fuck up, giving them permission to be men. I love masculine men. Women love and want to fuck masculine men. Any of the programming you see glorifying beta males is simply a top-down agenda to rid society of what used to be the guardians of the realm, men. (laughs) No woman wants to fuck a beta male or a man who is disconnected from his masculine energy. Any of that beta self-flagellation will show up in your cock. So alpha up and your cock will respond in kind. Number four of things you can do to occupy your cock cock exercises. Just like vaginas, cocks need a daily workout routine. You can use exercises to strengthen and increase your length and your girth. I have seen and known men grow a full inch in length and a full inch in girth. If you add a pelvic weightlifting regimen onto that, you will be off to the cock races. You'll be maximizing your physical potential and energetically reconnecting to and owning your cock all at the same time. I teach a full cock and testicle workout routine in my sexual mass. For men's salon. Number five, get yourself a decent cock loving woman. To my great surprise, there are not a lot of cock loving women out there. So I've made it my job to make them, and I do. I pump them out of my well-fucked woman salon all the time. A woman who is afraid of cock or who doesn't love your cock can do massive damage to your cock esteem. If your woman doesn't drop to her knees whenever she sees your cock and tries to put it in her mouth or vagina, something is not right in your world. A good, cock-loving woman can go a long way to restoring your innate cock love when she's licking and sucking and fucking that thing all day long like it's food, like it's sustenance for her. So I get that this particular item is a little more out of your control, but I'm telling you that if you have a cock-averse woman, it's time to rethink what you want and deserve in your life. And a woman who doesn't like cock ain't it. One thing that is in your control is being a consummate lover and adorer of pussy, because like attracts like. And then sign up for my new Anami dating site to find a woman who loves cock. Ha, ha ha! I'm just kidding, half kidding on that one. That doesn't exist yet, and I'm not sure if it ever will. But we certainly get a lot of requests for it. It would be the ultimate in genital matchmaking. <laughs> So in the meantime, my Sexual Mastery for Men Salon opens soon. This is my signature eight-week online program for men to become sexual masters of themselves and their cocks. In the salon, we cover how to build epic stamina and separate orgasm from ejaculation, cock exercises to lengthen, strengthen, and grow cock organically, deeper healing modalities to Trauma, detoxing from porn, a pelvic weightlifting routine how to channel your sexual energy as a creative power, increasing your vitality, confidence, and cash flow, finding your masculine expression in the world, how to man up in today's hostile to masculine energy climate, and Orgasmopedia, the ultimate guide to all female orgasms. All this and so much more. For the free preview videos you can watch and my 7 Days to supercock series with exercises you can practice tonight to build stamina come to kimanami.com look for sexual savant salons and then click on sexual mastery for men thank you so much for listening if you haven't already subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them We'll be back next week, and in the meantime, many happy orgasms.